good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are in this world watching this video so you clicked on this video to know about mahabharat well why did this mahabharat war happen what is this kurukshetra war well i am going to talk about that in this video let's do this Hey everyone, how is it going? Shreya here, back again from Smart Kidsy, bringing you the best educational and organic tutorials, just like this one. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. And hey, at any point during the video, check out show notes and links in the YouTube description below. I list out some sites that are really helpful for learning Mahabharata. Okay, for children and adults. Let's. jump into the video so friends i am planning to make a whole video series on mahabharat taught by me so it will be like episode 1 2 3 and 4 i will be publishing videos like that so this is just an introduction to mahabharat so watch till the end the mahabharat is one of the two major sanskrit epics of ancient india the other being the ramayana It narrates the struggle between two groups of cousins in the Kurukshetra war and the fates of Kaur Kaurava and the Pandava princes and their successors. The Mahabharat is the longest epic poem known. Its longest version consists of over 100,000 shlokas or over 200,000 individual verse lines and long prose passages. At about 1.8 million words in total, the Mahabharat is roughly 10 times the length of the Iliad and the Odyssey. Well, not this Odyssey, but this one. Combined are about four times the length of the Ramayana. W. J. Johnson has compared the importance of the Mahabharat. in the context of world civilization to that of the bible the works of the william shakespeare the works of the homer greek drama or the quran within the indian tradition it is sometimes called the fifth veda krishna dwaipayan vyasa himself a character in the epic composed it according to the tradition he dictated the verses and ganesha wrote them down at 100000 verses it is the longest epic poem ever written generally thought to have been composed in the 4th century bce or earlier the events in the epic play out in the indian subcontinent and surrounding areas it was first narrated by a student of vyasa at a snake sacrifice of the great grandson of one of the major characters of the story including within it the bhagavad gita the mahabharata is one of the most important texts of indian ancient indian indeed world literature the story begins when the blindness of dhritarashtra the elder of two princes causes him to be passed over in favor of his brother pandu as king on their father's death a curse prevents pandu from fathering children However, he and his wife Kunti asked the gods to father children in Pandu's name. As a result, the god Dharma fathers Yudhishthira, the wind fathers Bhima, 
Indra for their Arjuna and the Ashwins for their Nakula and Sahadeva. So hey, if you are getting value out of this video, can you smash that like button? Let's dive straight back into the video. The enmity and jealousy that develops between the cousins force the Pandavas to leave the kingdom when their father dies. During their exile, the five jointly marry Draupadi, who is born out of a sacrificial fire and whom Arjuna wins by shooting an arrow through a row of targets, and meet their cousin Krishna, who remains their friend and companion thereafter. Okay? So although the Pandavas return to the kingdom, they are again exiled to the forest. This time for 12 years when Yudhishthira loses everything in a game of dice with Duryodhana, the eldest of the Kauravas. Duryodhana was the eldest of the Kauravas. Okay? Mahabharata is all about desire. Shri Krishna tells us that this is a story of a flower that arises from the seed in deep dirty soil which undergoes various struggles to become a beautiful flower and then bears the fruit. The flower's overall nature and beauty depend on its actions or karma. Actions will determine its strength, scent or anything etc etc. The concept of righteousness or dharma comes into the picture if the flower allows others to live alongside it and not being hostile towards others like the unwanted pests in farmland. It will bear fruit which can be poisonous or a nectar depending on its karma alone. This flower is nothing but a personified version of humans. Yes. This concept applies to all living entities but by humans in specific because we have free will along with our destiny. We choose to do anything in our life voluntarily and involuntarily. For example, breathing. So hope you have understood something new today and definitely subscribe for more content just like this. And as I have said before, I am going to make a whole series of my videos on Mahabharata. So make sure to stick on with me. So guys, if you haven't seen my video on how to make the Oregon Indian flag, I have this video right there and another video from Smart TV right there and meet you in the next one. Or meet you in one of those videos.